Welcome to Relaxed Real Estate with Nikki, where we take the stress out of real estate. Here we chat systems and strategies and real estate knowledge. It's time to take the busyness out of your business. Welcome to another episode of Relaxed Real Estate. I'm Nikki, and today we are talking about open houses. I actually have some listings that need some open houses done. And when I was in my sales meeting yesterday, there were a few agents who were newer and they were a little intimidated to host an open house. So I figured what better topic to cover this week than to talk about open houses. We are in a market where things are changing and no longer are we able to put a home on the market and have 12 offers above ask price within 10 minutes. So it's really important that we learn and understand different marketing strategies and techniques that are tried and true are going to work and help you help your sellers. The biggest thing that I want to get out of the way here is that you do not need your own listings in order to be able to do an open house. An open house is a great way to get potential buyer clients. It is a great lead source. It also gives you experience talking to others about real estate, which is great. And it's something that you should not skip over. Now, I also mentioned that I was looking for agents to do open houses for me. Once you get to a certain point in your business, you may choose to include open houses or not include open houses in your business plan. And yes, you have that opportunity now as well, but I definitely highly recommend open houses for new agents. It's something that is going to, like I said, give you a lot of experience that you would otherwise not have. And it also serves as a potential lead source for you. And that is going to help build your business. So first thing that you're going to do when you are going to host an open house is decide when and where your open house will be. So if you have your own listing, then that could be a no-brainer option. But if you don't have your own listing, you do still have the ability to host an open house. You can either reach out to an agent in your office. Um, a lot of times, veteran agents will actually reach out and ask if there's anybody in their office willing to hold an open house because it is a great thing to provide for a seller, but it's not something that all of us want to sit and do. So you could find opportunities within your own office. I've also seen recently that I'm getting text messages from agents at other offices asking to hold an open house. And while my personal answer for that is no, because I do believe that things like that should stay within your office, not everybody shares that same viewpoint. And there are going to be some agents who are more than happy to work with someone outside of their office. Another option could be a FISBO. Is there a FISBO or an expired listing that you could go and sit and open house and and get something signed that says if you bring the buyer, they're willing to pay a commission. Now, this is something that's a little less conventional, but it could get you some good buyer leads and it could potentially get you a listing down the road when the seller sees all the work that you're putting in without charging them a penny. So it is a great way to get some of those FISBOs to be warmer leads. And we can talk in future episodes about FISBOs. Um, for those of you who aren't sure what a FISBO is, it is a for sale by owner. And an expired is a listing that was in the MLS, was 
being marketed and advertised was active and then they did not sell and the listing agreement between them and their agent expired and it was never renewed. And so it is no longer active in the MLS. It is no longer actively for sale with an agent representing them and they are free game to reach out to and potentially get business from. So both of those things we will cover in more detail in future episodes, but just so you know what I'm talking about when it comes to ways to figure out where you're going to host your open house. Once you know where your open house is gonna be, you wanna know when your open house is gonna be. And some people have different opinions on this and some neighborhoods or areas require different things. So it's very important to think about the clientele in which you're trying to attract. I've seen some people do a, like a sunset open house where on an evening they will hold an open house for a few hours. They will offer some light hors d'oeuvres. I've seen them do wine I personally don't want the liability of wine, but um, if that's something you're interested in, then just go ahead and make sure that you are talking to your broker about all of the legality things that need to be in place in order for you to serve alcohol at an open house. There are people who choose to do them on Saturday mornings. I've seen 9 to 12, 11 to 1, 10 to 2. It really just depends on when you think most people are going to be out and looking. The one thing that I would say is make sure there are no large events or holidays that are around the same time or weekend that you're hosting your open house. Those tend to maybe not do so well. I know that there was... um during the playoffs and our team was playing in the playoffs. So well, that weekend, that Sunday, I think football's played on Sunday. Don't, don't mind me and my lack of knowledge when it comes to that, but whatever day and time those games were, was not a good day and time to hold an open house. Also consider church times. So Sunday mornings early are usually not as great of a turnout because there is a large population of people who go to church on Sunday mornings. So just be mindful of those things. Ask around the agents in your office in the area, kind of look and see what other open houses are being held and get an idea for a time that is going to not only work with your schedule, but also allow you the highest probability of getting some buyer clients to come in. Once you know when and where, you're going to want to tell people about it. So there are a few different ways that you can tell people about your open house. Firstly, enter it into your MLS. Once you enter it into the MLS, it's going to feed it to all of those feeder websites that MLS pushes to, and you're going to have to enter it one time and it is going to go to a multitude of internet sites. So definitely enter your open houses into the MLS. If you are on social media for business, then you're going to want to post that on whatever social platforms that you're on. And if you have a newsletter, you can also use your newsletter as an opportunity to tell people about an upcoming open house. I wouldn't make that the entirety of your newsletter, but I would say that there is a place where you could say like up and coming and you could have, oh, I have an open house at this address. The other thing to do that I don't know that a lot of people do, but it has been awesome in the past is to invite the neighbors. I've done that with door bags, you know, little door hangers where I make a sign and I put a little treat and I it's an invitation to the open house. You never know who knows someone who's looking. And I have actually even seen clients who move two houses down because they love the neighborhood, but the house they're in doesn't work for them anymore. So you never know, never count it out. And 
what better way to see if someone knows of a person to move into the neighborhood than by asking the people who would be their neighbors. It is a great way to get your name out there. It is a great way to get a potential buyer into that house, especially if it's your own listing. And it's just a great way to market yourself. So I highly, highly, highly recommend inviting your neighbors. You can also send them a mailing if you are planning your open house ahead of time, if you're not interested in actually going door to door. Again, we will do a whole nother episode on door knocking, but for now, I would just recommend that you invite the neighbors. Now that you know when and where and you have told everybody about it, you want to make sure that you have signs that are going to lead them to you on open house day. So you're going to start at the house with a sign and then you're going to work backwards to make sure that you have enough signs. You don't want to start on, you know, somewhere and then you are putting signs out and then, uh uh-oh, you're halfway to the house and you have no more signs. So I highly recommend working backwards at this point. Start at the house, put a sign in the yard. That way people know exactly which one it is and then work yourself backwards putting a sign anywhere where there would be a turn or a confusing spot where people aren't going to be sure how to get there from where they are. Kind of think about old school birthday parties where, you know, you kind of have a balloon trail that leads you to the house and then you have a bunch of balloons on the mailbox and it's like, oh yeah, that's the house. I got this. Because if you don't make it easy, the people will not come. They may see a sign and then they like drive a little bit and then they're not sure, do they go straight? Do they turn? They don't see a sign and then they're like, nah, it's not worth my time. And so you could potentially lose some really awesome business if you are not putting your signs in good locations. So make sure that you are taking the time to place your signs on the route from a main road to your house in a way that is going to make the most sense and be the easiest for them to understand. Another great point with that is go from two different directions. So if there's two entrances into the neighborhood, make sure that you have signs from both entrances. You do not know which one will be used more and you do not know who is going to be seeing which one. With the power of the internet, we do have a lot of times where people will look them up ahead of time But there are still a lot of people who drive around on the weekends and they see an open house sign and they're like, oh, dang, I'm going to go in here. Yes, you might get some looky-loos, but you also never know. You never know. When you are meeting people in an open house, every person is an opportunity for a future business. So do not count yourself short and cut yourself out of some awesome opportunities It can be kind of annoying if you have a lot of signs or multiple entrances, you're dressed up in fancy clothes, it's hot outside, it's cold outside, whatever it is, there's a lot of reasons and excuses to not put out signs in the very appropriate way, but it is going to be the worst decision you can make to forego the signs. No matter how much social media you have, no matter how much internet presence you have, you want signs to get organic people to the property. Once you have people in your open house, you want to make sure that you are getting their contact information. Not only do you want to be able to show the seller how many people have come to the home, but you also want to be able to have this information to add them to your lead database. So you are going to want to make sure that you have a sign-in sheet. And this can be printed out. It could be digital. However, your brain and your business is set up is fine. There's not like a good or a bad to either direction, but you want to make sure that you are providing them value 
after you get their information. So if you have a special buyer's guide or you have information about the home, you know, use whatever it is you have now. You don't need to go out and do anything crazy or extra at this point in time, but just make sure that you have information to provide them upon getting their contact information. You also want to make sure that you're asking for feedback. Not only is this appreciated from a seller perspective, but it also helps you see what the people in the area are looking for when it comes to purchasing a home. And I find that information very valuable from a marketing standpoint. So it's definitely helpful all around to have feedback from your open house guests. And lastly, once the open house has finished and you are all done, I highly recommend following up with everybody that you have on your sign-in sheet. It's a great way to see if they have any additional questions about the property or to give yourself an opportunity to earn their business and represent them on the buying side, no matter what the property is that they are interested in. It gives you the opportunity to start that conversation and become their buyer's agent. So I highly, highly, highly recommend that you follow up with your people. It doesn't have to be immediately, but you definitely want to make sure that you're following up with them within a day or two, just so that you can make sure that they remember who you are and the home that they visited. And now that you know how to hold an open house, I wanted to provide some safety tips because agent safety is super important. We cannot forget that we are inviting strangers into our space and we are giving them our contact information and we are putting ourselves in a position of vulnerability and we need to be prepared for that. Make sure that you are locking the back doors. Leave them locked. There's no reason that we need to have more than one entry point into the home while we are there doing an open house. And sure, people may come in and out, but always go back and make sure that door is locked. And that way nobody can sneak up on you because you are having eyes on the entrance and you don't have to worry about someone sneaking up from behind you from the backyard or the garage. You also want to make sure that you are locking the front door when you get there and after everybody leaves before you go walk around and turn off all the lights and close the shades or do whatever it is that you need to do to prep the home to show and also to prep the home to leave. You want to make sure that you are locked inside that building and there's nobody else in there with you and there's no way that anybody else can get in. It's a very easy way to make sure that you are being safe while still getting your job done. You can also purchase a portable door charm and you can place that at the entryways. And if someone does come in, then you will hear that charm. It'll be a little alarm. And then you will know, hey, somebody's in here. I'm not by myself. So that's also a great feature if locking the doors isn't an option or you'd prefer to leave everything open. Or as a double safety feature, if you're locking the doors and you still want that extra protection. Another option is to have a co-host, either another new agent in your office and you guys can split the buyer leads that come in, or you can ask a title agent or a lender to come and help you host the open house. They usually are more than glad to do so. It builds a good business relationship between you and them, but it also provides extra value to the people who are attending your open house, which is always a bonus. The more value you can provide, the more likely you are to earn their business. Bad things can happen anywhere. And it's very important that while we don't want to be afraid to do our job, that we are that we are safe and that we are prepared. And so those are easy ways, easy, easy ways that we can help keep ourselves safe. The other thing that you want to consider doing if you have not already is find somebody who is your person. Share your location, let them know 
the hours of that open house. And that way, if something does happen, you have someone on their radar who's like, hmm, I haven't heard from them in a few hours and they should be done with the open house like a few hours ago or whatever. Let me go ahead and reach out, check their location, make sure they're good and check in with them. It's really important that we do that because it is just another layer of protection. Please do not be afraid. And if you are afraid, bring someone with you. You don't have to do it by yourself. You can still build your business while also helping someone build theirs. And there's nothing wrong with teaming up with another agent in the office if you'd prefer. That's all I have for you. Until next episode, happy selling. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Relaxed Real Estate with Nikki. If you've enjoyed our time together, please leave a review so I can share this information with more agents just like you. Chat soon.